Pussy don't fail me now. I gotta turn this nigga up so you don't want nobody else but me and only me. Pussy don't fail me now. I gotta turn this nigga up so he don't want nobody oh, else man. but me and only me. Uh, you know that song, girl. Just just to clarify, pussy don't fail me now. That pussy don't fail me now. Hey, I gotta on. turn this nigga out <laughs> so he don't want nobody else but me and only me. No. Oh no, he's a man, and men have intentions <laughs> to sleep with someone else. Stop. Who who sings this? But that's why when I make love to him, I'm ruling. Trying to give them my best. You know that song from 2002? <laughs> Pussy don't fail me now. <laughs> I gotta turn this nigga out. Missy Elliott girl. Oh, the tweet. Man. Tweet was on the, uh, uh, tweet was on the, on the chorus girl. Remember that girl? I do remember Miss Tweet. I yeah. say, ooh, oh, oh. oh, shit. How does it, um, what is it? There goes my oh, shirt up over my, my head. head. I say, ooh. Um, do you think her and Missy were getting into it a little bit? I always felt a little chemistry between them. Yeah, I could, I could see that. You know, I she could let her munch every that. once in a while. Mm. Yeah, Just a little I, munch I think, here and there. Yeah, there was some munching going on. Yeah, munch, 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 she munch. let Missy munch. Munch, sure. munch, munch, munch. Um, you never know. Maybe she. Well, you know Missy. the rumor. This now, this this lady I know. You uh-huh. know, I am from Detroit. And, Allegedly. Um, uh-huh. a, Aaliyah is from Detroit. Yes. She swears that Aaliyah was bisexual and that Aaliyah was having, um, like, basically having a love affair with a young woman here who they all went to high school with because they all went to high school together. Mm. So she's a little I bit older than us because Aaliyah, if Aaliyah was living right now, Aaliyah was born in 79, so she'd be like 42. Because mm. um, she, yeah, and then... Yeah, so she swears that Aaliyah was by. I can see you it. Know. Mm-hmm. I can see it. And maybe, Aaliyah... you know, her and Missy were cl- Her and Missy yeah, were Oh, yeah, super yeah. Close. But that was more like a daughter yeah. situation, because Missy was, like, a lot... Well, not a lot older, but a bit older. I don't think Missy was that much older than Aaliyah, Oh, actually. really? It wasn't oh. that much. It's probably, oh. like, probably, like, a little sister situation. But... Oh, yeah, you're right. Because Missy Elliott is, like... I don't even know if Miss, Missy Elliott is even 50 yet. Oh, yeah. Missy oh, Elliott... Oh, she's just 50. She's just 50. So she was, like, eight years older than Aaliyah. So it was... It's like a big sister relationship, yeah. Girl, I've been thinking a lot about age lately. Um, one of my about who eight? <laughs> you said about who? <laughs> about mother time, Miss Father time. That oh, girl. Yeah. Um, one of my girlfriends made this point where she was like, "We are as close. We are. Tw- we are as close to twenty five as we are to fifty. And it's been stuck in my head. It's like, wow, wow, girl, that doesn't scare me. I'm not scared yeah, of age like that anymore. Yeah, you know, it's just more like it's just more like you know, it's end of the year, you know, thinking about I'm about to say goodbye to Miss Twenty Twenty One, hello to whatever Miss Twenty Twenty Two is gonna bring. I don't even Mm -hmm. know anymore, girl. Um, Mm -hmm. But before we get into all that, welcome back, welcome back to Two Safe Queens, one of the few places in the posphere where you can hear a conversation about politics, dick, and just um. Saying goodbye pussy to don't this fail year. Me now. Pussy don't fail me now. Yeah. Pussy don't fail. I will say uh, that pussy talk by City Girls. That is my jam. What that pussy talk? Oh, that song is the jam. Oh, that's, that's in this pussy talk, so... English and Spanish and French. In this pussy talk. Ooh, um, she woke up on that. She, she woke up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
How's that song go? It go in this pussy talk. That girl, that song yeah. is everything. It's so good. They're good. They're good. I mean, one of them might be a yeah. low key, a little homophobic, but you know, sometimes yeah, we give so. some black fish some. We give them a pass sometimes. You know, so we still stand. Yeah, the girls still stand Azalea, especially um, you know, a lot of girls stand Azalea, but um, Azalea Banks, yeah, because yeah. she's got homophobic to you a little bit too. A little yeah. bit, a little bit. Or it's more like one of those things that she like, hates white queens. She don't like. She white can't queens. stand, and the white queens yeah. still love that bitch down, and they love her the most. They, they love her, her the, most. the most. They were she was at Brooklyn yeah. Pride, and those girls wanted her there. Um, but yeah, girls, I'm Miss Malachi. Y'all know what it is. I'm with Miss Devereaux. Good sis, how you feeling, girl? You ready? You ready for the holidays? Yeah, I'm. I'm feeling um, as ready as I can be. You know, the Omicron is hitting all the girls in New York, and everyone's London. got COVID so now. Girls, <laughs> everyone's got that shit. It's coming everywhere else because now seventy three percent of the cases of COVID are now Omicron. They're sequenced Omicron mm-hmm. now. So it's Omicron has taken over the Delta variant yeah. in the United States. Yeah. Um, but you know, all we can think about is boy, this pussy talk English and Spanish and French, <laughs> boy, this pussy talk euros and dollars and yen. Yeah, girl, we're still trying to keep it light and good, you know, but yeah. the girls are getting Omicron, you know, they are. It's real. Boosted girls, double vaxxed girls, you know, unvaccinated yeah. girls. They're the most, but I mean, like the, the girls most, are, everybody's you know, getting this shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that was the potential. All right, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, and this was inevitably like a lot of public health, global public health people did warn about this. A lot of progressive activists worried about it. If we un, if we didn't vaccinate, you know, because well, only was it only forty percent of the world is vaccinated. Um, I think over fifty percent has 50, at least okay, one but, shot, but okay. it doesn't. But what happens is, in a lot of the countries in 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 Africa and in particular, in some of the countries like the poorest countries in the world, like even the poorest ones in Asia and Latin America, like the numbers. I mean, in Africa, the number is like under twenty percent. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is like even some healthcare workers in 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 sub-Saharan Africa are not vaccinated. And, you know, there's a high, I have to say, there's a high HIV rate in sub-Saharan Africa, which means there's a lot of immunocompromised people. Mm-hmm. If you don't get them vaccinated, you know, the immunocompromised people are the people that the virus tends to mutate in because it's it becomes chronic in their system and lasts in their system for, whereas a normal person clears COVID after, like, you know, a week, two weeks, mm. immunocompromised people, it can last in them, like, for like 50 days and 60 days and that's where it's just it's just creating more mutations in an mm-hmm. immunocompromised person mm-hmm. like in 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 making more and more mutations the more it stays in someone's body and that yeah. typically are immune and so it probably omicron probably developed in an hiv positive untreated hiv positive person in sub-saharan africa like in botswana or south africa or somewhere where 25 plus percent of the adults have HIV. I'm not saying and many, that. I'm not saying that. Do many you know, of them You're going to put that out there? Do you know that? For, that's a real statement to put out there. Well, it's a, it's probably, it's the most likely scenario. There's yeah, one of like well, three scenarios. Well, yeah, we got about that. I was like, girl, there, there's still plenty of other, girl, we got unvaccinated people in our own fucking country. Like, it's like, yeah, so I just don't yeah, want to no, fit into that narrative of like, oh, it, you know, like like HIV AIDS, like it came from. Girl, that's like, where it came from. We're trying okay, to be, it, it is All what right, came girl. from. And, not, and that's well, okay. But it's the fault of the West because it's the fault of the West. Well, well it's I mean, the fault. It's I mean, like, it's real, like, it's the fault of the West because they're trying to hold those um vaccine. What is it called? Yes. Because um, especially the European Union, more than the US, the US actually hasn't, 
has actually given away a lot of doses relatively. Yeah. Not well, as not, many as it should, but, it, but the also, European Union is the one who's been the stingiest. Honestly. But also people have been arguing that it's not just about the doses, but to release the um the information of how they made the like what is yeah. I can't remember what it's called that like um like the trade like the copyright almost or the trademark of the the, the patent the for, patent uh, of the vaccines or, or yeah. the yeah and yeah because then basically like now so pre- no other no other countries can't replicate those things because they're being held by like the Pfizer's and the Modernas so. yeah those two in particular because those are the two most effective vaccines only, yeah girl they so. let Miss J and J go so um. oh fuck that girl fuck that. <laughs> um. Anyway, but anyway, um, you got to realize like w- there's two failures though. N- why I bring this up? Like you don't like you don't you like a lot of progressives don't oh, like okay. to acknowledge certain realities that are inconvenient uh-huh. to you, like like the rising property crime in L.A. and that kind of thing, right? Uh-huh. But oh, I okay. This I is some, another oh, you, one. Of, I have some notes from. Listening well, this is another ahead. thing. This uh-huh. is another thing. Like the gag is, is that it's two failures of the West because I you have to acknowledge these realities in order to get to the final you know, end solution. Because the thing is, is that not only is the West derelict in not getting, releasing the vaccine patents and letting them produce their own vaccines and also getting vaccines to those, uh-huh. to those countries, but also the fact that we're letting so much untreated HIV just run rampant in Southern Africa without getting them antiretrovirals, oh. antiretrovirals. Like the fact that I would say, I would argue with you on that. Like, yeah. Well, girl, but if you don't acknowledge that this came, I mean, I'm not acknowledging, I'm not going to acknowledge until it's clear that it came, but to acknowledge that, like, yeah, HIV is very rampant in Sub Saharan Africa. That is a clear thing. But it's untreated HIV is the thing. Like, if people aren't on ARVs and they're undetectable, it's almost like they have near, 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 but to like single, but to single out that you're like, oh, to single out that, oh, yes, this definitely came from there. When, like, yeah, I do know it was very big in South Africa, but I don't know. I get what you're saying, but. I mean, but if you don't acknowledge, like, start like, to acknowledge these realities, then you don't get to the core of the the problems and the solutions. Like, in the core is the West has been derelict in right. letting... So you're like, okay, acknowledge it, but it's like, how about if the moderate girls actually take those things seriously, but those moderate girls don't even care about that. Like, what are you talking about? Well, girls, not just the moderate girls. Nobody talks about... I've been talking about that for a long time. Like, how do we just let HIV transmission just run rampant in Southern Africa when these mm. girls could be treated with ARVs? And it could cut transmission by like 80, 90%. But it's not because, I mean, because we know, I mean, the fact that like, even now, you know, I had, um, a good friend of mine was, got rejected for, um, for prep. Well, yes, because like, so, you know, we have Discovery out here, but, you know, Discovery is more expensive than Truvada. Like these are, these are, um, pills that you can take daily for girls who might not know to help prevent HIV AIDS. Um, but, Discovery is more expensive than Truvada, even though there are some signs that, I mean, different doctors will say different things of whether it, there's a bit less, um, side effects and things like that. But I think it still all fits into this idea that, like, even Truvada, even this basic pill that we can take that really has been making this turnaround, um, for HIVAs and just, you know, sex in general among LGBTQ people, even that is still this really expensive pill that people had to fight to make sure they didn't constantly increase the rates. I guess it gets paid for, but it only gets paid for because people had to fight for that. Like, there's so many ways right. we don't. People you know, like the what's the like, Jewish the Jewish girl who came on our show, that activist Jason Rosenberg. She's the yeah. girl. She's the type of girl that fights for uh, for prep and prep access in those programs and the drug companies to yeah. offer those programs because there was a gap. There was a gap in my. Um, 
um, well, I had a high deductible insurance plan, and the and I got on one of those programs for prep that covered like exactly that covered my deductible. Yeah, because I had like a five thousand dollar deductible. Like I I remember years ago, I had this conversation with um a a pharmacist who's kind of specialized in like HIV, and he was talking about how like even us living in these you know metropolitan cities like LA, San Francisco, New York, Philly, Detroit, even we don't have a full understanding. Like we think, oh, the rates are so high even in our cities, but the rates in like the south or parts where they don't even have they have like one clinic in like a whole state right, or where there's such right. a under you know the lgbtq people there really don't have access you know thinking about how you know the same saying how they come at um you know the right always comes with those laws it's like that kind of picture is in our own country so it's like we can't even get our shit together here so yeah i think it's a good case to make that point about the sub-saharan africa and things like that, but a picture here isn't great either. And partly, it still relates to pharmaceuticals and pharmacy well, companies. A, yeah, it, it isn't. It is because they have really no incentive. Why would they give a? Why would they? Why would they, let alone sub? You know, Africa. Why would even here? Why would they give away? Why would they? You know, lose their shareholder well, value? We, why would they do that? They, the government is believe it or them not, incentivizing. Well, believe it or not, it's interesting because it's a it's more nuanced than that, but. We do give away actually a lot of drugs to sub-Saharan Africa for HIV AIDS, but it's still not quite enough. But actually, it's under George W. Bush and the PEPFAR program that he founded. Um, we actually do give away a lot of um, ARVs to Africa, but the problem is, is that at the scale I'm talking it's about, like a, not, not a different scale than just yes, we give med. Yeah, but go ahead. No, it is a high. It's actually like. Because most of the people, it is about half the people in South Africa, for instance, are treated with ARVs for, half the people who have HIV are treated with ARVs in South Africa. And most of those drugs do come from the United States, for instance. So, but guess who is slacking again? It's the European Union. It's actually like the U.S. does do a lot, actually, believe it or not. We talk about this country and that it's full of shit and it's racist and all this or whatever. But the U.S. actually, just like the vaccines, just like the antiretrovirals for HIV, like the U.S. is doing way more than the European Union who really needs, they're, they're the ones who are derelict the most. France, Germany, Spain, etc. Like, and to some degree, the U in the UK, they're not in the EU anymore, but they're derelict too. Mm-hmm. It's really the US is really, in most ways, it's actually leading the way. Actually, you know. Okay, well, so. that's wonderful. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so does that mean every so things are going to be okay with us leading the way into twenty twenty two? Yeah. Well, twenty twenty two. So, how are you feeling about twenty twenty two? Well, you know, I don't, I don't believe in even numbered years. I don't like oh, those girls. Oh, oh. You know, because <laughs> think about what 2016 gave us, the election of Donald J. Trump. Think about what 2020 gave us, um, COVID and the pandemic. <laughs> like, even numbered years tend to be trash. They do. And now, one thing that I'm pretty certain about for 2022 that's going to be trash is I think that Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned in June of 2022. I do. I think that's going to wow. fundamentally transform our liberal politics in this country but i think roe is gonna roe versus wade is gonna be overturned i do Ooh, wow i was hoping this would be a light and happy show <laughs> well i'm just saying we gotta put bring the, the we gotta be real we gotta you know the end look, of, the end look of, at the reality the end of the, look at the reality so. yeah the end of the supreme court term is in june i mean this is um, what those the, girls been fighting for right a part of me feels like yeah. those girls don't do this is what they came this is what they that's what yeah. they're serious what else what else yeah. are they there to do I said overturn the Republicans. 
That's the one thing, though, that robing overturn is the one thing that could keep the Republicans from winning back Congress. But otherwise, the Republicans are likely going to win back both houses, possibly one, if not probably one, and, and if not both houses of Congress, the Republican girls. What do you see them Hillary. running on the whole law and order? And They're going to run on the inflation. They're going to mm, run on law and order. Jobs. They're going to run on woke culture, run amok, which may Critical or may race theory. Critical race theory. They're going to run on all of that shit. And the only thing that has stopped them in their tracks is actually they think if they get what they want on that Roe versus Wade, they think that's going to help them. I think that could actually trigger a lot of backlash among white women and suburban women who probably planned on swinging towards the Republicans this cycle. And if Roe gets overturned, they probably, a lot of white women in the suburbs, and especially affluent suburbs, are probably going to stick with Democrats if Roe versus, if Roe versus Wade gets overturned. So they're playing with fire on that one. I think the Republicans, but now it's beyond their control because it's the Supreme Court girls who have it in their mm-hmm. hands now. So even the the Republican political class of of the of mm-hmm. the consultants and the RNC and the you know all those type of girls and the and the staffers like they don't have any control anymore. It's really the the Supreme Court. It's up to them now. Mm. So even if some of the Republican girls are like, you know, I don't think we really want that. It's they don't even they went too far with it. They they appointed these Amy Coney Barrett type ACB. girls and these Brett Kavanaugh type girls. And that's and they're going to get exactly what they wanted originally, you know, whether it suits them or not. So that's part of 2022. But I you know, the, the real trash year may be 2024 because that's that next presidential election year and that's the civil war year. So that's what I'm getting ready for too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, so 2022 might have some up, you know, some good moments. I'm, I'm, I'm believing that the pandemic may end in 2022 actually. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. what does that, that mean may for come it to, to end? In globally well, that, or end for the states or in for the Western in world? In globally, because we see that there is no more territorial ends. Like if something comes up in Southern Africa, then in Europe, and then it migrates to the U.S. Or if something yes. comes up in China that goes to Europe and then migrates to the yes. U.S. So there's we no, we're global. We're all interconnected. Yes. It's going to end globally because I think the Omicron variant is the start of COVID. I can't say for sure, but I think it's the start of COVID weakening and becoming like an endemic an endemic coronavirus or an endemic like cold virus mm-hmm. basically and so mm-hmm. we may see the end of like a phase of like it covid may end up just becoming like the flu and we get annual shots annual boosters and but it's not gonna be like filling up our hospitals like it is you know how like it has in the past and like it is right now so mm. okay. okay i think so that could be a good thing for 2022 yeah Anything personal for yourself? Um, I I'm probably gonna have a lot of personal career growth in 2022. I'm really I'm really optimistic for my own life in 2022. <laughs> okay, not for the world at yeah, large. Not for the for country. the world at large. I I don't know what she's gonna give, but I'm very optimistic for my own life for 2022. Personally, career wise, like in just in everything. I I'm I'm blessed and highly favored. I I'll be continue to be even more blessed and highly favored in 2022 what about you girl what about you um what a good question i i think i am yeah i've I've been thinking about i've been thinking about the end of 2021 and 2022 and i still like that gratitude exercise i don't remember if you're still doing gratitude or if you're gonna do it this year but i really did, did like that 
that you think thinking about gratitude, which you got me doing quite a bit more. Um, we did that the last two years because we did it on, yeah. like virtually. Oh, and that's we did true. It in person. When we were in Colombia in 2019 yeah. into 2020, we sure did. I feel like, yeah. yeah. So, so I definitely have felt thankful this year. Um, for a large part of this year, I think I did have a, I mean, there's those things that I think is worth we take for granted, but I still feel thankful for health and those around me, family and friends. Um, thankful for, you know, stability, thankful for some of the financial stability that I've had in recent years. Um, feeling more thankful creatively. While I wasn't as prolific creatively as I think I wanted to be at the start of the year, I think I still, you know, did some great creative projects, you some did. writing. The podcast has continued to be a really fun creative project. Um, this is one of those. You got years. content. You got some content out there, which is most important. I like, got content out di- there, not just creating, but getting it out there. In yeah, me- for in sure. Different mediums. Yeah. And I definitely think I'm going to be carrying that into 2022, wanting to still be again more prolific and put more things out there, um, and and be more less worried about you know failure and perfection. Um, thankful for some clarity of some relationships, both with family and some friends, and kind of taking a bit that energy into 2022 leaving some of those wishes behind and maybe finding some new ones or some more um ones that better serve me um but yeah i'm not sure what 2022 is gonna bring i mean i feel like these last couple weeks last last couple months i've been a little off um but i feel like I'm still. You, you gravitate to even numbered years. You like even numbered years. Like you like 2016 and stuff. You like even number years. Did I like 2016? That was your. That was an important year for you, personally. Um, I can't remember. I, you know my memory's gone. Why was 2016 important? Well, it was a milestone year for you. I mean, uh, actually, 20. Yeah. Wait. Oh, right. Yeah. Um. Was that 30 in 2016? Yeah, you were. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I actually think, because 2015 was when I kind of made that shift into my new job, and then 2016 is when I was kind of more able to um, capitalize on it and do that big Europe trip and all that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I was really looking forward to 35, but I think it's been a good year, but it has been, there's been some disappointing things about, oh, because well, I, sometimes I tie my birthday year also into the calendar year. Uh, so I still mm-hmm. have three more months before my birthday. Um, I've in the past, I've been having some anxiety about it, but I think it's also one of those things where you're just like, you come to terms with the time, you know, you, you just, I guess just come to terms with it. You just do what you do, what you can with the time you got. And if you're not happy about something, do your best to correct it. Um, can't start this journey over. I've enjoyed this year. I like 2021. I mean, I think this is a really good year for you. Yeah, we came back from. I mean, I was able to do some travel again. Yeah, you know, versus 2020, I was able to do some living again. I just, I, I started on a new career trajectory in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like odd numbered years generally i do i always i pretty much always have a good odd numbered year so like 2019 was a good year 2017 i feel like i actually did have a good a decent okay year in 2017 2015 i love that year it's like my favorite year you know i generally (laughs) like odd numbered years so yeah um and not every even numbered year has been trash like i loved the year 2012 i had a great year in 2012 (laughs) what happened in 2012 
Well, I like took a bunch of international trips that year. Ah. And then I moved into my current apartment that year. And I um I just had a lot of personal growth that year. So mm. yeah, I just Ooh, so maybe twenty twenty two is me. gonna be the year. And for Obama me. got reelected in twenty twelve. Obama got reelected. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Give me a little hope. No, I and even twenty twenty, if you think about it, even twenty twenty, Miss DJT, she did lose. So there's always that, you know, like so, there's always <laughs> yeah. nuance. Like when I yes. say that, even numbered years can be trash. Like good things and bad things can happen in a given year. Like mm-hmm. in 2021, or you know, we had January 6th, and we have inflation, and we have the continuance of the pandemic, and yet we also have vaccines that changed transformed our ability to start living again or mm-hmm. like in 2022 yep roe versus wade is probably going to be overturned or abortion rights seriously narrowed in the 14th amendment seriously narrowed which gives us our rights and liberties in many cases but also in 2022 we're probably going to see the end of the pandemic so like every year has nuances and complexities to it for mm-hmm. sure it's a nice way to put it girl mm-hmm. it's a nice way to put it yeah, I don't know. Did you have anything that you want to hit before we say goodbye to the girls? Because as we told um, them, we're gonna kind of have like take a little bit of mid-season break. Um, you could probably already tell there's a little tiredness in my voice. Um, so we'll be back at the end of January for the rest of the season, um, and it'll give us some time to work on a couple other side projects, both for the show and just our regular lives. Um, but did you have anything else on your mind, sis? Well, um, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I think the girls, I do think the, I think it is nice to make a set of goals for 2022. That's something <laughs> I have like in my notes app on my, on my iPhone. Like I think that, and I just literally start checking this. I hit certain goals for the years. I just start using the check mark function and checking them off. Now do you and write your been, goals like, in really the form fi- of gratitude of like, I'm thankful for. Well, I lost my journal with this all that dick shit I get in it, so hmm? I you lost I your lost, journal. Yeah, I don't know where that girl is. When, I think I lost her on a plane or something. Oh, I'm like sorry. in the last, because I had her in March when I gave you yours. I had yeah. one of my own, and oh, I had her no. more recently than that. Oh, that journal you lost it. Girl. Yeah, so I might get another Sad. one, but I just now <sighs> I just have more like I I say a gratitude meditation every single day. So I release that. I do visualization. I do a lot of that. I do a I do a grad and then, but in terms of my goals, I've kind of just have a checklist. So, so I, you, in my notes app, so and, I, the, and as I hit them, I just check it off and it's so rewarding and so fulfilling. It really is. So what you're meditating and visualizing on, is that from your goals or is it something else? It, it partially is. And partially okay. it's just being the gratitude could be like, thank you for my excellent health. Thank you for my mom's excellent health. Thank you for mm-hmm. my brother's excellent health. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this wonderful. So thank you for the sun today that motivated me to get out of bed today. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the opportunities I've had all through my life. Thank you for the current opportunity I had. Thank you for your love and kindness and the grace, you know, and Come all on, the. Sis. All the opportunities in the world. And thank you for mm. the clean water I have to drink and the food I have to eat and mm. the access to healthcare I had and the education I've had. Thank you for all those things. Thanks for being born in America despite all its problems. Cause, mm-hmm. you know, not having to go through that immigration tea. Thank you for <laughs> like, 
You know what I mean? Like that type yeah. of stuff. So then what are yeah. some of your thank goals? You Would prep. you share? Hmm? Thank you for thank you for prep. Thank you for condoms. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. For thank you for beautiful blue. dick, girl. Thank you for thank that. You. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for all the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Thank you all for all the dick girl. I've had over my life. Thank you for the Yo, dick I will gosh. have in the future. I'm definitely thankful for that. I'm definitely thankful for that. <laughs> I'm definitely grateful. Thank you for good dick. Good dick is yes. never fails. Which good I've dick keeps me alive. Even if I've, I've had enough dick to last me the rest of my life. No, like you haven't. Shut up. I've had no, a lot have of good dick. You absolutely have it. First really of all, have. I know your number and you have it. You barely hit your number. But see, a lot of that is dick. repeat dick. I've had it over and over again. And it Girl, was so no. Girl, but no. One you dick could always use some more dick. You could always use more dick. I couldn't. I want more dick. I'm just saying if I never got dick ever again, I think I'd be okay. Girl, I well, that's not me, but I also haven't had as much good dick as you. Yeah, um, you yeah, you haven't. What uh, <laughs> what you would you share any of the goals? It could be your goals for this year if you don't if you want to keep the goals for next year a little closer to your vest, but just examples of the girls and what kind of goals you made. Mm, okay, let me look at this checklist. Um, let me see what I actually want to even share from this. But I have checked a <laughs> lot of goals off. Like I had seven goals for this year, and I've checked off four. Oh, um, wow. and so it's not a ton of goals. It's not like twenty or thirty. No, like, girl, we're not doing that whole like, like you know ten seven th- goals. Yeah, like one of my goals was to make my twenty two twenty twenty two uh, goal status for Delta, and I made that girl. Um, <laughs> yes, she did. Yes, another, she did. Yeah, one of my other things was to hit ten thousand steps a day on average. Um, I'm so far above that that I've hit it, even if I don't walk another step. Like I love that. in twenty twenty one. You know, one thing is to have one of my pitches perfected for my job, and it's perfected, um, even though <laughs> I might be transitioning to, I am transitioning to a new, better job, but, you know, but I got the goal done for that job. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so these are just some of the things, um, yeah, and I hit these, I hit the seven, it's seven goals, four have been hit, so like by the that. end of the year... I might hit six out of seven or seven out of seven by like oh. even these last two weeks of the year. Yeah. Seven out of seven. Okay. All right. Um, but at least six. At okay. Least six I was like, hit. I remember one of those goals. Maybe it's the different. It's crazy. It's, I have a crazy yeah, goal. Yeah. I was like, seven but, out of seven. But I might, I'm, I'm optimistic, <laughs> but I'm definitely going to hit six of them. I definitely going to hit at least six. Possibly. Yeah. I think a lot of my yeah. goals are going to carry over. I think, unfortunately, like, yeah, some of my body goals aren't going to hit that this year unfortunately um but some of my creative ones i definitely have hit um i don't know yeah mine is probably like mixed mine is mixed i mean this last third of the year kind of messed me up a little bit so you can never just have like a good it could just never just be all just like i don't know (laughs) you just always have some ennui or melancholy tea like it can never just be completely fully great and amazing. Even if we go to a restaurant that's good, like you'll be disappointed with something on the menu. What? Like, Don't do that. Really First of all, you are way more like that than I am. No, you are way really. more like that. That's not true. Well, that what that one restaurant we went to in Chicago. Oh, fuck that place. I definitely didn't want to go. Which there. one? Okay. That, oh, Chinese, that Chinese that, place. Badass. Yeah. That awful Chinese place. Um, but see, I made the best of it because I had a taste for Chinese food. Yeah, I, I know you food. did. It wasn't. The but best, I don't think you really enjoyed it. Don't lie. Be honest. It wasn't great. No, it wasn't it great. Wasn't, and I went to great. walk out, and I was like, "Why are we eating?" Here? But I was like, I had already complained. I had. Already, I felt like you were ready to catch me in one of my moments. So you're like, so I swallowed my. T- <laughs> so I swallowed my words. I didn't say anything, and I ate that shitty food and then threw it away. 
But um, but my thing was like we should have just gone somewhere else, anywhere else. We're but I don't feel like all the time. Just it's already like we because you because I think sometimes I will, I I'm okay being if I know something will be better. I'm okay going out of my way where you're like, okay, we're already close to the movie theater. We're already close to this area. And I'd be like, I don't mind walking to like something that'll be better. Um, but yeah, it was just, it's just, I, there was like, we're just a little built things different I, like, I wanted to go home. I wanted to rest a bit. Like I didn't want to keep walking and looking for a restaurant. What I knew it was like, I didn't, I didn't think anything was going to ultimately satisfy you that was available to us in that area so i would have been satisfied it wasn't worth it um, for me to continue going like to to continue looking for restaurants and i just so it's like prioritizing sometimes your time over like i wanted more free time back at the apartment i didn't want to like just be walking around looking for restaurants i wanted more like leisure time Mm -hmm. and my time is the most important thing to me really more than my money even Mm -hmm. like it's it's my most important thing so I prioritized it. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, no, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I am, I have those. I am that kind of person. A, a bit, like a bit of a darker spirit in that ways. Um, Do you want to change that or no? I mean, there's parts of it that are just like that is who I am, and there, I think there's humor in it, and there's fun things too. It's not always all dark and sadness because I think there's. There can be humor in looking at the darkness or the the more um the more depressing parts of life the more um what's the, there's a better word for it the more hypo the ways in which people can be hypocritical i don't i i don't know i enjoy some of those thing aspects of myself i think it's um but you're a blessed I, girl at the end of the day like you're an ivy league girl you have increasing numbers of coins you live beat you yeah, travel. no, I, I, you have I a lot going on. You have way more. The girls, you know, in the developing world, will kill to have your life. You see what I'm saying? Like, think about a queen and the queen living in Indonesia or something. She would kill to. Be I think for me, I think for me, my current ennui is coming from like feeling a little like uncertain over like what is the next path that also will will push me forward or sustain parts of my life, but not have me fall back. Um, so I think that's where some of this kind of like current melancholy is coming from. But for the most part, I think I'm actually, for as depressing as I seem, especially to you, I'm, I think I'm much happier than I've been in the past. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the longtime girls, you know, they they still, they're surprised when I'm nice about things or warm about people, especially people in the past that I've (laughs) not been friendly or not want to communicate with. Um, like friends, like, sir, you know, friends in our circle who I would be like, I don't know why you bring this person around me and I'm a lot oh, nicer. Yeah. You know, some of those girls. Yeah, I do. Um, know, yes, and yes, I think yes. I've, I, yeah, I think I've, I think I have grown to be, I think this is the part that I think I have grown into. I think I have grown to just appreciate even the people who maybe aren't on my wavelength or I don't, I, to see value in those people or to see value in all things and to respect it and, you know, find some part that I enjoy. But I'm also, you know, I'm also someone who can be very impatient. And I was talking to my therapist about that. I'm someone who also seeks like immediate gratification. And it's like, if I know something's not going to gratify me, especially as I, this is the thing that is definitely happening as I get older. I, it's very hard to make me do it. So it's like, yeah, I, that restaurant wasn't going to immediately gratify me and I felt like it wasn't going to be good. So of course I was like, I won't, I don't want to do this. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm just, 
I don't know. I guess we're just all still growing a bit, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, my time matters a lot because I could be making <laughs> money or or resting during my time. So it's like I want to have the maximized time and minimize. Yeah, like, but for me, my looking like, for that something. time, I was still think. Yeah, but the difference is you want to use that time to rest. But for me, I was like, I still would feel that time was well spent if we're still just walking and enjoying the weather together. But um, that was just different perspectives in that case. Yeah, um, totally. But yeah, yeah. I, I I am. I, I I think I am being better about not falling into as dark a place. I mean, I'm, I'm not a full depression girl, but I think I have I can be very um, down, and I think I'm I have better tools for that. Because, like I said, I feel like there's some some of my goals have been missed going into this end of the year. But I'm gonna pick myself up and get ready for 2022. Because I guess it should be my year, right? <laughs> Yeah, because you like, yeah, these even-numbered years. These are your years. These are your years. You yeah. Know? The whole I world definitely... be falling apart, but these are still your years, girl. Yeah. 2016 and shit. You like these years. These I think years. it was, I also felt like, oh, this is going to be the year when something was going to change. And it's like, oh, it not, something didn't quite change this year. But I was like, oh, maybe next year's a year. Or maybe I need to be the one to Well, sometimes I think, I think, I think at the core of some of your, like, I'm also maybe never unha- never happy. So maybe I'm always exactly going to be happy. our unrealistic <laughs> expectations about things. I think that is like you dem- you actually like whereas I like I like look yes. at things and like and pleasantly surprised. You actually are un- like you're unpleased. I have things. very high expectations and then I'm disappointed when in that that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work for you really. I think yeah. if you like have an even killed like. Oh, well, this could go either way. Like, so I can be pleasantly surprised or I can be slightly mildly disappointed and get over the disappointment quickly and be mm. like, whatever. Okay. Like, but if you have these unrealistic expectations, like you're constantly having them not being met over and that's, over and over again. That's probably some remnants of that old, like type A, you know, be the best, do the best, you know, anything that's just okay isn't good enough. You have to be excellent, mm-hmm. perfect. And yeah, you and, were raised that yeah. way. You were raised that yeah, way. Yeah, it's still lingering. To be like so. that. And I I wasn't raised that way. I was that way on my own. Yeah, I think that's I mean, a unique difference. It's because I was pushed to be that way. And then there's, you know, then it's like, well, what are you without that? It's something I still think about. Yeah. Well, you were like, it was almost I, an internal thing. Like, that's why it sometimes was. it's hard for me to be motivated. Because I'm used to having external motivators and not internal Mm. yeah it was it was intrinsic to me like i said when i was in ninth grade i the university that we went to i looked mm-hmm. i did an inv- it was in the first semester of freshman year mm-hmm. and i looked at that i did it i did on went on usnews.com you know mm-hmm. the internet was a kind of not a new girl back then but she was semi-new <laughs> and i went on, on usnews.com and i did mm-hmm. a, a college assessment which college is the best for you in that college that we went to or university mm-hmm. of pennsylvania where we went came up mm-hmm. as number one i said okay this is where i want to go to college so I'm, gonna do, <laughs> I'm gonna literally do everything in my power to align with wanting to go to this college literally my gpa girl i started mm-hmm. off first semester of freshman year in high school with like a three four gpa girl that shit jumped to a three nine second semester and wow. i it, it maintained it like a three seven three eight for the rest of high school like basically like yeah. in everything I did, I literally I signed up for the lead program, 
and I put a little asterisk next. You had to like check your top three schools. I put a little asterisk next to UPenn to let them know that that was my top school, and they let me in. I did everything to align to get into like everything, everything, and and it worked. Everything at that time was out of my power. Like I didn't, I did lead too, but it was because my dad told me to do, wanted me to do lead. I went to Penn and other school, and even the schools I applied for, I had to review the whole list. And ultimately, the school I wanted to go to, he told me I couldn't go to. Um, so, the schools, my yeah. mom didn't even look at my applications. I did, I, yeah. I did it all. They don't even. Life. She didn't even know. Wh- she knew I was applying to Penn in Michigan. I only applied to two schools, and I got in both of them. I only applied to Penn in Michigan. That was it. And the gag was is that she was like, okay, she just trusted my judgment and knew I was going to do the right thing. And my dad was, um, he didn't, he just, it didn't even really matter where I went mm-hmm. to him. And um, although he did like to come to visit me a lot when I was on the East Coast, and then we'd do day trips to New York and stuff in mm-hmm. Philly. But it was just interesting, like, I was very self-directed. And I think having that intrinsic motivation, it matters. I think I think you mm-hmm. have to find your intrinsic motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you have to find it, whatever that, wherever it is and whatever it is. You have to find yeah. it. Well, that feels like a nice place to leave it. I'm going to go find my intrinsic motivation. Um, y'all girls, <laughs> hopefully y'all already got y'all. So if you don't, you can come with me on the journey. <laughs> we have a lot of B girls who listen to this show. Like, these girls are not late who listen to us. Like, they're super beat. It's no late girls in our listeners. I know they're not because I can see them on Instagram and stuff, the girls and who I know listen. And nobody's late. Everybody is beat. Everybody's beat. Whether you're beat in the arts, whether you're beat in finance or law or medicine or healthcare or science mm-hmm. or everybody's beat. Or not even just, just beat in your personal life. You're a meditation yes, girl. Yes. You're Healthy a healthy relationship, good family, yes, good friends. Yeah. With your friends, with your man. All yeah. these girls are beat. You do good work to the world. You're an activist girl. You're a community, you know, like a community type girl. We got a lot of beat girls listening to our show. And we really thank you. Because we're thankful for you, girl. We're thankful mm-hmm. for you girls, like mm-hmm. in 2021. We think you guys have stuck with us for a year and a half wow. plus. And y'all are some beat girls. Okay, It's one late girl who listens to our show, but it's like mostly beat girls. But Wait. All right, I'm joking. Talking? No, it's not like <laughs> But no, no. I, I was about to say it's more than one. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, most of the late girls I know, they fell off our show. Like the yeah, late girls. Because that's, that's why they late. That's why they late. They're late. Yeah. But the B girls stuck with us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, girls. Thank you, girls. I hope y'all have a safe, healthy, happy, saved holidays. However you celebrate it. Have a good new year. We'll be back in uh, late January, but y'all take care. We love y'all. We'll see you soon. Um, anything else, Devereaux? Make seven goals for 2022. Put them in your in your notes on your phone. Seven goals for 2022. Hit those one by one, girl. Hit them, hit them, girls. You can do it. Have a good one. See you soon. See you next year. 